0: Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. For some, the Christian life has been reduced to a one-day-a-week church service experience, and yet God, in His Word, teaches us that we are to walk with Him daily. Today, we look to God's Word to discover simple Bible principles that will help us as we live the daily Christian life.
1: Everywhere that I travel, I hear people say to me, we need revival. Now, I say amen to that. We do need revival, but I've started asking them a question, a revival of what? You know, I'm afraid that sometimes when we speak about revival, we're talking in such general terms that we don't know exactly what it is we're praying for and seeking the Lord for. You see, when real revival comes, it changes definite things in our lives. It doesn't just change us on Sunday, it changes us every day. And so I think we need to get very definite about some things that we're seeking the Lord for and striving for in our own Christian lives. And so that brings me to the subject I want to deal with this week on the podcast. I'm so excited about spending these five studies with you on the same topic. And I'm praying the Holy Spirit of God will put it so deeply in our hearts and minds, it will change the way we live our lives every day. And to begin this study, I want to take you to a book of the Bible that is not often studied. It's the book of Habakkuk. It's found in the Old Testament in the Minor Prophets. Uh, Yes, that's in your Bible, I promise you. Habakkuk is in there. It's probably in the section of your Bible where the pages still stick together, where the pages are white, because it's one of the oft-neglected portions of Scripture. Habakkuk is an amazing book. It is a book of a broken heart. It's the cry of a man who is burdened for his nation. Are you burdened for your nation? Habakkuk is a book about revival, interestingly enough. In fact, he uses that very word. He cries out to God in Habakkuk chapter 3 and says, Oh Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O oh Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years make known, in wrath remember mercy. Now it's interesting, that famous verse is found in Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse number 2. But I want to back up with you to Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse number 2. Because Habakkuk 2.2, I believe, gives us a divine order. You see, before we ever begin to pray for revival, we first have to realize that we need it. And before we ever truly begin to seek the Lord, first we have to hear the Lord's voice speaking to us. And that's really what Habakkuk chapter 2 is all about. Habakkuk 2 verse 1 says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. There are two beautiful secrets found in Habakkuk 2 verse 1. I can't read it without at least pointing it out to you. The first is expectancy. Habakkuk actually believed God was going to speak. As a matter of fact, he said, I'm going to stand on the watch, I'm going to set myself on the tower, and I'm going to watch to see what he will say unto me. I wonder, do you actually believe God's going to speak to you through his word? Do you believe that in your burdens, in the condition of our nation, that God is speaking? You see, we usually go to Habakkuk and talk about national revival But the national must first become personal. Revival doesn't begin in a nation. Revival begins in the heart of an individual. In this case, Habakkuk is beginning to see the seeds of revival in his own heart. There's an expectancy to his prayer. And then there's a responsiveness. He says, once you speak, I want to say, this is what I shall answer when I am reproved. Perhaps there's our problem. Perhaps we don't want to be reproved. We're afraid of what God's going to say. We're afraid of looking in the mirror of God's Word at what it's going to reveal about us. And so we come to this amazing verse, Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse number 2. The Bible says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. Now what an amazing little verse. Have you ever noticed Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse number 2? God says, write this down. Isn't this amazing? God wrote a book. If I said to you, would you like to know what God is thinking? People say, oh, yes, I'd love to know what God is thinking. Well, read His Word. Words are vehicles of thought. If you want to know the mind of God, you have to open the Word of God. And God wrote it down in black and white. He gave His will to you in His Word. Write the vision. And then He says, make it plain upon tables. I'm so very grateful to God that God inspired His Word and that He breathed out His Word. The Holy Spirit of God calls men to write it down exactly as God inspired it. Word for word, God gave us His truth. And then He not only inspired it, He preserved it. The Bible says that the Word of God is preserved to every generation. Preservation is not a lesser doctrine than inspiration. In fact, it's mentioned even more in Scripture than inspiration is. Why is that? Because the same God who is powerful enough and wise enough to give us His Word is powerful enough and wise enough to extend it to our generation. And so we hold the very Word of God in our hands, every word of it, given by inspiration of God, the perfect, infallible Word of the living God. Now listen to the last part of Habakkuk 2, verse 2. God says, Write it, make it plain. Here's why. That He may run That readeth it. Isn't this a basic principle that words are written to be read? Oh, how many books are written that are never read. And yet, God wrote His book with the idea that we would actually read it. Isn't that a novel thought that we would read the Scripture? I wonder, how many Bibles do you have around your house? It's still the best selling book in America, and yet it's one of the least read. Have you read it today? Have you read it recently? Do you read it every day? It's interesting. But the Bible says in this amazing verse, Habakkuk 2 verse 2, that he may run that readeth it. In other words, when you begin to read the Word of God, it does something. It stirs your heart. It motivates. It challenges. It changes. It transforms you. And I'm afraid so many times we preachers are trying to get a whole generation of people to run who've never read. And so I've come to a deep conviction that the greatest thing I can do to help people is not simply tell them what the Bible says, but get them into the Bible for themselves. You see, when you get in the Word of God and the Word of God gets in you, I believe that brings true revival. George Whitfield, who knew something about revival, he was the great preacher of the Great Awakening, once said these words, God has condescended to become an author, and yet people will not read his writings. There are very few that ever gave this book of God, the Grand Charter of Salvation, one fair reading through. And so I want to ask you, have you read God's book? Have you given it one fair reading through? Have you read it recently? And over the next few days, I want to talk to you about a revival, an old-fashioned, heaven-sent, sin-killing, devil-defeating revival of Bible reading. Isn't that basic? Yes, because the principles of the Christian life are so simple. They're daily disciplines. And one that we must not neglect is the faithful reading of the Word of God. May God give us a revival of Bible reading.
0: Friend, do you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior? If not, you can begin a relationship journey with God today. Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to make a way for you to know Him. If you would like to know more about this relationship with God, then please go to our website, scottpauley.org, and click on the Gospel link. You'll also find additional resources on the website that will encourage you and help you as you follow the Lord. We have just recently completed a study through the book of Philippians And now, we're happy to make available to you an audiobook of the book of Philippians. It's a great way to meditate on God's Word while you do your daily tasks. We look forward to our next Bible study series entitled, A Journey Through Scripture. In this study, we will survey one Bible book per day. Not only will we learn the message and purpose of each book of the Bible, we'll also find Jesus in every Old Testament and New Testament book. You may follow us on all of our social media sites. The blogs and posts will give you inspiration and motivation to walk with God throughout your week. If you've made a decision today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at connect at or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. Join us next time as we study the daily Christian life. Until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.